Well, good morning. It is truly wonderful to have each and every one of you here this morning. It's good, it's good that we can come and worship the Lord. We'll begin our worship time by singing the doxology, which is found in the red hymnal number 549. Begin by singing the doxology. is hymn number 708. Now this is the message that we have heard from his son and announced to you. God is light and there is no darkness at all in him. If then we say that we have fellowship with him yet at the same time live in the darkness we are lying both in our words and in our actions. But if we live in the light just as he is in the light Then we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, makes us clean from every sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and there is no truth in us. But if we confess our sins to God, we can trust him, and he does what is right. He will forgive us our sins and make us clean from all our wrongdoing. If we say that we have not sinned, We make a liar out of God, and his word is not in us. Amen. Our first hymn this morning is number 278, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. Number 278, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name.
Amen. Please join me in prayer this morning. Our gracious God, we come before you, Lord, with all of the challenges that we are facing, all of the shortcomings that we have in our lives. And Lord, our desire is to continue to have a relationship with you in all things. And God, forgive us for those times when we have not been focusing on you, when we have made decisions that have affected us in so many ways and the people that we love. Lord, we do want to follow you, and we do want to be more close to you each and every day. And so God, right now, as we begin this time of worship, we come with that desire. And Lord, we lay before you the needs and requests that we have in our lives, the needs of not only just us, but our our friends, our family members, fellow patients throughout this medical center, the staff that are working today, the family members that will be coming to visit. And Lord, we just lay all these things to you. And God, as we pray to you, we are reminded of the relationship that we do have through your Son, Jesus Christ. And God, we rejoice in that. And we are so thankful for that. Because in that relationship, we can come to you just as we are. You forgive us of our sins. You hear our requests. And you fill us with your presence in our lives. And we praise you for that. God, we are so grateful for this time that we can come and just be blessed by the presence of each and every one that is here as an act of worship to you. And we are so thankful that you taught us to pray by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for praying with me this morning. Our next hymn is number 275, Fairest Lord Jesus. Number 275, Fairest Lord Jesus.
scripture reading this morning is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 8. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Amen. Let's pray. Our gracious God, We are so thankful for the time of worship that we have had thus far, the hymns that we have sung together, the scriptures that we have read, the prayers that we have offered. And Lord, I would just ask that you would just continue this time of worship with us and that you would use me to say those things that all of us need to hear so that we can draw closer to you. Help me now, I pray, in Christ's name. Amen. Well, it's been an interesting week, at least for me. I don't know how it's been for you. And as I was looking at the scripture passage earlier this week, preparing for the sermon, I was struck by the fact that God reminds us again and again that it is not our strength that he needs. It is our weakness that we need. And it seems to be, when we we look at this scripture at face value, that it seems to be a contradiction, does it not? How can we be weak, but yet, through that weakness, we become stronger? Because it goes against what we are taught. It goes against, I think, many times what we believe in our culture It goes against the many things that we individually practice in our own lives. How can I be weaker, but yet somehow in that weakness be made strong? And I thought about that. And I thought about different examples that I am aware of where something is weak, yet it becomes strong. And I think the first example that comes to mind is when we realize that we need to have help. We find ourselves in that sense of weakness, in that sense of being vulnerable. We seem to find when we hit rock bottom, when we are at the weakest time in our lives, we seem to reach out more. And when we do reach out, when we do achieve that understanding that we need help, we find that we become the stronger when we realize that we do need help. And I want to compliment all of you that are here that realize that at the times in your life when you needed help, you reached out for help. And that takes courage. Each and every one of you that has reached out in times of weakness, in times of vulnerability, in times when you have hit rock bottom and you said, I need help. I can no longer do this on my own. I want to applaud you. 
and tell you that that is an act of courage and how courageous you are for realizing within your own life that you needed some help because you could see that things were not working out the way that you wanted them to work out. That takes courage. And in that act of courage, you found the strength to ask for that help. You found the strength to ask for that guidance. You are not weak. We are not weak. I am not weak when we see in our own lives that we need some help. We need someone else to give us some guidance because we can't see everything the way that things need to be seen in our lives. That took courage because you desired to have something better in your life than you were living. That took a very extra special type of strength that a lot of people, I think, don't have. And so I applaud you for that because it is courageous. Because you desired to understand more about yourself. You desired to understand more about yourself so you can have a better life. You desired to begin to acquire knowledge about the things that you needed to work on. And we know that when we pursue knowledge, it leads to wisdom and understanding and discernment. Those things that we need to have in our lives. Because it gives us a better understanding of ourselves. It gives us a better understanding of the things that we need to work on our weaknesses and because of that we become stronger and when we come before God when we come as an act of worship when we pray before God when we praise God we realize that in that relationship that we are weak but he is strong we realize in that relationship that sense the fact that God loves us just for who we are. We sense and we understand God's grace for each and every one of us. The grace that we do not deserve. But yet in that grace, we see our vulnerabilities. We see our weaknesses. We see our flaws. But in that grace, God reminds us through his presence that we can be made stronger through those weaknesses and those vulnerabilities. And it takes courage for us to see that. It takes the power of the Spirit of God in our lives and us allowing the Spirit of God to work to admit to ourselves our vulnerabilities, to see things in our lives in which we can say, you know what, I don't want to be in denial about my life. I don't want to be in denial about who I am. And when we can do that, when I can do that, 
we see, I see, the power of God that is working in my life. And you can see the power of God that is working in your life. And you know, when we come here to worship, we share similar backgrounds. And the fact that each and every one of us, because of our service to our country, we worship here. And in that sense, it's unique. It's unique because we have similar stories. Not the same, but we have similar stories. In fact, this morning I was thinking about a similar story that you might have when I was in basic training and the Jill sergeant told me to walk around like a duck. But he did not tell me to say I was a duck. He wanted me to refer to myself as a different type of bird, if you know what I'm talking about. And we share similar things, similar experiences. And yet we know that many times when we are put in situations where we see our vulnerabilities, because of those vulnerabilities and those situations, it does make us stronger. It does make us better in the long run. But yet, at the moment, it seems to be all so painful and all so irrelevant as it seems. But yet we know that many things in our lives that when we get resistance to something that we're doing, it actually makes us stronger. And the weakness that we have reminds us that we can be made stronger with a closer relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. We have a responsibility to understand that. And it's how we perceive it. It's how we understand it. And if we have taken God's grace, we have taken God's love. And when we have taken God's love, we have also taken God's sense of justice within our own lives. The scriptures that we read during the call of worship remind each and every one of us that we are to represent the light and the love and the life of Christ. And if we don't, if we don't admit our own flaws, if we don't admit the fact that we need to have that light and love and life of Jesus Christ in our lives, that we are calling God a liar. We are calling Christ a liar. And it is when we understand that, when the light of our life is shown to those things that we need to work on to make us better, we have that sense of resistance. And at times where it appears we're made to do things that somehow doesn't make any sense, but yet we should have an understanding that in that process that we are trusting God and we are trusting God's authority in our lives to work that process for each and every one of us according to his will and according to his purpose. Because when we can see that, when we understand that God does have a vision for each and every one of us, a vision that includes us walking with God each day, 
sensing the forgiveness of the things that we have done wrong in our lives, embracing God's grace in which we can do nothing to earn it. God freely gives it to us as a gift. And we respond to that truth. And we respond to that truth in such a way that we magnify the relationship of God in our lives through His Son, Jesus Christ. We pursue to do those things that are right. We pursue those things that is the truth that God wants us to represent. We pursue those things that represent the justice that God wants us to have. I know that I can only see those things. I can only be that person when I know that in my weakness I am powerless. And without God, I can do nothing. And when I see that, I am truly filled with the understanding that God wants me to have in the presence of His Spirit that walks with me, that is with me, that is with you, that walks with you. And we respond in such a way that we become stronger in our weaknesses. Because we realize within our own lives that the strength does not come from ourselves. The strength to handle those situations, the strength to deal with ourselves, the strength to deal with others can only be found through God. And when we approach the situation understanding that I cannot do this on my own, I need help. God, will you help me? God, will you give me the understanding that I need? Will you put people in my life that will point me in the right direction? Will you give me the guidance that I need to have? And we see in those moments of indecision, when we can't make up our minds in terms of what direction we need to go, what path we need to follow, we call out to God and He reminds us that all the time He has been with us and we make the decisions that we need to make not in our own strength, not in our own power, but in our own weaknesses we make those decisions. In our own vulnerabilities we make those decisions. Because we are trusting in God in all things. Because we know that when we come to Him saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to handle this situation. God gives us the wisdom that we need to have to do the right thing. God gives us the understanding that we need to have to do the right thing. God gives us the willingness to do the right thing because we are doing it through His strength. We are relying totally upon Him. We are taking off our burden and we are giving it to Him because we know that we cannot handle that burden because we don't have the strength 
But we know by the faith that God has given us, we know by our relationship with him, that all things are possible. And we become open to listening and hearing the direction of God through our time of prayer, through the time that we have worship, through the times of the scriptures that we read, because we know that as we come before God, we are weak and he is strong. So we do find ourselves becoming stronger through our weaknesses as we confess them to one another before God and as we admit those things that are in our lives that need to no longer be because they don't make us weak because that's the relationship that God wants us to have to be totally reliant upon him in all things because we truly find the strength of God and all of that purpose. Amen. Please take a few moments and prepare your hearts and we partake of communion here openly and that means that anyone who has the confessing knowledge or professing knowledge of Jesus Christ in their life is welcome to take communion with us. Let us pray. Our gracious God, we are so thankful that we are weak. And in that weakness, we see your strength. And God, forgive us when we have wanted to control so many aspects of our lives when we have been so insecure that we haven't made any decision that's according to your will and purpose. And Lord, we are so thankful that you have reminded us that within our weaknesses we find you and we get our strength from you. Lord, forgive us. And we are so thankful your desire is to put us on that right path and to give us the guidance that we need to have. Thank you, God, for this time of communion that we celebrate together, where we can publicly acknowledge our weaknesses and your strengths through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.
For I receive from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake together. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Take together. Our closing hymn this morning is hymn number 200. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies. We need to sing that. Seems to be appropriate. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our gracious God, we are so thankful that you've given us this wonderful time to worship. And Lord, we praise you and we thank you for that. Remind us, God, that in all things we find your strength through our weakness. 
Help us, God, to see that and to understand that each day. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for coming. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.